0: Awesome, welcome everyone to the global intelligence updates. It's the 14th of February here in South Africa, it's Valentine's Day, and um, yeah, can you believe it? times flies, hey? it's already half, we're already half through February, and um, this year is just coming through. So, today we've got a special guest, we've got Claire Bosk, mm-hmm. and um, just to give you guys some more information on Claire, Claire is the number one woman on the global customer experience gurus list. With three decades of expertise, Claire really has an authority in the customer experience industry. Being an international seller, author of four four published books, she is an international media influencer with her work published in Brazil, Philippines, India, US and Europe. Claire has spoken in over 20 countries where she delivers fast-paced and high-energy presentations in French and in English. That's amazing. Winner of the (laughs) Institute of Director Award, she is also an A on the board. uh, Sorry, she's also an A on the board of the Virtual Speakers Association. And uh, she brings a more holistic and comprehensive approach to organizations and individuals with a virtual method Creating Powerful Flow in Businesses by interrogating a Blend of the Traditional Feng Shui Principles with Modern Business, Personal Needs, Tuning People and Places into Prosperity. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's a
1: long one, right?
0: (laughs) That's awesome, Claire.
1: (laughs) Right, we've finished the webinar now. Thank you everybody, (laughs) bye. What
0: what an introduction. (laughs) So Claire, on, on, on that introduction, I want to ask: How did you come with the idea of Feng Shui in in business?
1: Yes, well, this is it. I think there's this. There's, uh, there's been a. I mean, the, the pandemic had made us all suddenly go totally out of our comfort zone, right? I mean, probably a lot of you, because you're still a entrepreneur, which is you already worked from home, but hey, you know, our environment has totally changed. And suddenly we had to work from the side of a kitchen table or bed. And it was like, wow, what is happening? We've got dogs, we've got family, we've got ring, telephone ringing everywhere. And, you know, this was kind of a, a bit of a blow for everybody. And actually uh, what, what's happening and what most people don't realize is our physical environment has a direct effect on our state of being. So the way we feel, the way we think, and the way we behave, this is affected by our environment. So if you're walking in somewhere, oh, it smells nice. It looks good. You're going to feel good, right? I was talking to Mike about walking through the this fabulous hotel where we're going to go in Bali for our speaker conference. And you're walking through that first impression. You see the sea. You're like, wow, it smells gorgeous. And you just want to stay there right and actually the other way around you're walking in somewhere and it just goes oh you don't know why but there's something not quite right there and that means that the environment and the energy isn't right So I was a bit of a, (laughs) I was just positioning a little bit the why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I had been, um, I had been um, talking and uh, working with organization on their customer experience uh, and employee experience for over 13 years. Um, And I lost all my business in three days after the pandemic. And um, suddenly just went crashed. like many of you. You, you know, the core of my business was mystery shopping. And obviously there was no mystery shopping to be done when everything was shot. Um, so I had to kind of, once I picked myself up from the floor, <laughs> I had to kind of reevaluate what I was doing. Um, and, and somebody said to me, that I was on the right path. And I had to come and out and talk about really what I'm passionate about. And so I had been a Feng Shui practitioner for over 10 years. And I've always thought talking about Feng Shui, people would have gone, oh, claire are <laughs> gone all woo-woo kind of thing. You know, that kind of feeling. <laughs> um, and then I was a pandemic and I had no clients. I had nothing to lose. So I thought, why not? Why not actually now that people really are feeling that, the, that that difference with our environment really—it's time to really share with them some really good tips and nuggets on how to create a better environment so they feel better in themselves. They can deliver great service. They can be more productive, and they can be more prosperous in their environment with their people and their places. So that's what—that's when I started creating that little Visionary Method.
0: Wow! <laughs> yeah, no, that's impressive. I mean, we all had to. To adopt in adapt, sorry, in the, the COVID era, the lockdown era.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: So, so talking yeah. about energies, why is it so important to look at energies in an environment?
1: Yeah, so energy is all around us, whether we understand it or not, or whether we get it. You know, it's it's all around us. So when you have low level energy. Uh, you're going to feel like procrastinating and you're going to feel tired and you're going to feel, you know, you don't want to be doing much and you are feeling it that's in your, in your body. And when you feel good, you know, you've got great energy, you know, you're going to start, you know, you get up in the morning and you start dancing. So that environment piece is really important and it works on a subconscious level. So when you feel good, you're really happy. Hormones, yes, you know, all the dopamines are coming out and you've got, you know, uh, serotonin and oxytocin. So you feel good. You want to do some more of that feeling good. And so that works. that's what we try to achieve. By creating an environment which will affect our energy, our inner energy, we can then be more performant. We can be more productive. We can be doing it a lot more um, in our days. So it's a really important fact that, you know, this this environment piece will affect uh, that outer energy, will affect the inner energy.
0: Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. It's, um, I actually read something, I think about a week ago, where they said scientists have now gone back on, on their theory that everything exists out of dark matter, that everything exists out of energies. So that's pretty cool.
1: So energy is in motion, right? So it's, uh, <laughs> it's the energy in motion. So when you're, you've are you got the energy, the flow of energy, and you know it yourself, when things go right, it just feels good. It's, it's endless, right? When you're in that flow in that moment for a speaker, when you're on that stage, you're walking on that stage and you're really on that flow moment when you're on the skier, pissed and really going down if you're a sports person you're really in that flow and and that's what we're trying to achieve we're trying to put everything that we can from um the energy side of it to make it right so when we talk about um um we've got two sides in a very simple way we've got two sides of our brain we've got the left brain which is the neocortic brain and it's our doing it's the, the doing the action it's the analytic brain and then you've got the right brain, which is, ah, it's all about the emotions. It connects directly on an emotional level. It's our dreaming. It's our feelings. So the right brain, the living brain, is that yin energy, the feminine energy. So when you are, whether it's life or in business, I always say lead with a yin. Lead, lead with a yin and manage with a yang. Right, So you're creating that balance of yin and yang in your life. You're always moving from one to the other. And to create harmony, you need to be, you know, you can't be in that yang energy all the time. Otherwise, what happens? You crash because you're releasing too many stress hormones. You're stressed all the time and anxious, so you're going to crash. So you need to have a really nice balance to be able to pose and recharge your batteries and then you can go into that yang energy again. So really kind of that that yin and yang, it's really important to have in our life.
0: Yeah, that's a very yeah. cool line. I like, mm-hmm. like He just quoted it and he said, lead with the yang, balance with uh, the yang. Gold. Lead,
1: lead with the yang, manage with the yang. Yeah, it's one of my keynote that I do workshops on that as well, just to help really kind of people realizing that they you know, leaders are just so you know all the time, and that yang energy, and then they don't—they forget to, you know, they forget to care for their people. They forget to go and see people and actually shake their hands or say thank you. They forget to be that yin energy and bring you some more care into what they do. So it's it's important that in our lives and in our businesses we are balancing, we're creating harmony with the yin and the yang. Cool. So um,
0: with With those people, that don't really know Feng Shui. I think they they know, of course, that moving things around, moving furniture around, you know, that changes the energy flow. So how how can that help to help people thrive? Sure.
1: So I think Feng Shui of Feng shui, depending Feng shui with an accent, Philippe, I a French accent, yes, we'll say Feng shui. <laughs> feng shui with a bit more of an American accent, <laughs> depending where you are. Um, it's the, the the old ancient Chinese principles, and the principles were very simple. You know, they nature is all around us, and when we're in nature, we feel good. It's there's something about it. It's automatically you've got that harmony around you. But of course, you couldn't stay in nature, otherwise you'd get eaten in the middle of the night, right? So they had to build houses around them. But creating those man-made houses meant that they wanted to still bring that nature outside from the inside, from the outside inside. So what Feng Shui is about, it really is about that energy that you've got and that you're creating inside. A lot of people see it or know it as you know, moving the furniture but it's more about an alignment of things, you know, and you're aligning. So we all have different energy in ourselves. You know, I'm a bit of a fire element, right? If you see what I mean. <laughs> Some will be more water elements, so will be more wood elements. So depending on what your natural elements, you know, you would do profiling when we we talk about profiling in in psychology, in in employees' experiences and that kind of things. This is profiling. Once we know your energy, we can align the flow of energy inside, outside, with your own energy, and that's when you start really creating fabulous, fabulous energy. So there's different principles that the uh, the, the feng shui shows us, and then you're moving, you're using those principles to creating that environment. Well, you know what, Chris? We all have, we all do feng shui ourselves, right? You don't need to be a feng shui Master or practitioner to know that you know it yourself. If you put something somewhere and it doesn't feel right, you're going to move it, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: okay. So, this is you are all subconsciously doing it. What Feng Shui brings is a methodology and actually some principles to make you consciously move things so they're really in the right place and you can really turn your people and places into prosperity. That's cool, right? I love love my front line. I managed to put it in. um, That's very good. (laughs) 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 You see that (laughs) one, Mike?
0: Mike has the heads up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, consciously. So once we do things consciously, that means that we can... um, we can make our space really work for us, and you know whether when, it, when we're looking at our environment. So you know, I'm looking at um, um, the, the, the physical work from home. So in the office space, when you're at home, what are the best placements and what are the best things so you feel good in your in your space? If you're in a corporate space, and sometimes you see those corporate offices with white desk, white chair, white walls. White everything. I mean, it's so cool, right? Well, actually, it's way too cool because white, 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 it's a metal element. And what does metal do? It cuts. So you wonder why there's no team activity in news offices, why people are arguing with each other and cutting each other off because that energy is way too cold and way too unbalanced. So you look at those spaces and you can actually start creating things. If you're looking at, for example, a boardroom, you want a bit of yang energy in the boardroom, right? It's where people are gonna talk and be creative and think about things. So you'll be adding on some yang energy in there. Whereas if you have a waiting room, let's think about a dentist and you go waiting room, and a dentist already psychologically right? People are quite afraid of going to the dentist. If you sit them in the space where they're not going to feel calm and relaxed, they're never going to sit in that chair. (laughs) So depending on the spaces in your business, you will add or remove certain elements to make them feel and make them create better flow and harmony in that space. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. And I think there's so much more um that you can reach or talk about on that topic. And um, you actually answered my my next question. I was gonna ask, you know what are the common mistakes you see in the people's home or office space?
1: So yes, not using the different the four so there's five natural elements. So you've got water, water will feed wood, that makes sense. Wood would feel fire, that makes sense. Fire feeds earth, okay, When it burns, if it's the earth. Earth feeds metal and metal feeds water. So those are the five elements that you really want to have in your environment to start feeling good. So I'm looking at Philip's background, for example, um, and I'm looking at uh, it looks like it's got quite a beige kind of color around his office. There's one red light at the back, but really I'd like to see a little bit of greenery. I don't know if you've got any trees or any tree in, in your office. Add a little bit of wood, you know, because wood is all about growing your business, it's about going up into the the air, really kind of those roots, you're rooting your business in in the ground. You want to add a little bit of fire element, so there's a bit of light behind Philips there, so the light element will add the fire element. You want to have a little bit of water. You know, water is the prosperity. Have you ever been into a Chinese restaurant and there's a fish tank at the entrance, right? Yeah, Yeah. because it's prosperity. So having water, movement of the water in your office is always a great thing to do. So adding those five elements. So when you're looking at the spaces that you have, especially in, in home offices, um, what the, a lot of people do is they put their desk against the wall and they're actually literally facing the wall, right? And everything is about perception. Uh, so when you're looking, when you're thinking your head, you're facing your head and you can bang your head against the wall, right? You've never seen a CEO of a Fortune 500 with his head against the wall. No, the CEO of a Fortune 500, he's got a wall in the back. He's got a big chair that protects his back, so he knows that no one's going to come behind him and try to stab him, right? He's got protection on the side, and then he sees anything that's coming through the front door, his doors, that's why he sees, and that's called a commending position. So when you're putting yourself in that commanding position, you're subconscious. It is saying. Sent- Oh, I know I'm not going to get killed today. This is kind of, it's just one of the things, your body is here to protect you. You know, that little leather brain at the back of your, that uh, Magdala uh, little uh, brain down there, it's all about you protecting yourself. It's protecting you all day long. So put yourself in the commanding position so your body doesn't have to jump every five seconds and and one day somebody's going to come and kill you give your body a bit of a space and a bit of release and actually give that position and this is true for desk position which is we see that very often but it's true for your bed it's true for your sofa and your kitchen and uh, your cooking you know when you're cooking in a kitchen So looking at where you're positioning the different uh, elements will help you to sleep better because you can open your eyes and see what comes in through the door. If you've got your back at the back of the doors, it's always a little bit. So those are kind of things that, you know, it's important. So using that, you know, having a space which is maybe too neutral, um, like we were saying, some of those white, white, white colors everywhere, Add some of the five different elements. So add some greenery, add some fire, add some water, add some earth, and add some metal. So you're kind of creating that, those five elements within the environment. And it's always about that yin and yang energy. One of the things that the low energy is clutter. All right, okay, now I'm looking at everybody on the screen now. Hands up, heads, hands up if your desk or your desktop or you've got clutter everywhere. No, Melanie's looking good, Lynette. Oh, Lynette's hands up, right? We've got a bit of a hands up here. <laughs> yeah, Philippe as well, we've got a bit of a thing. Okay, so clutter is really bad to eat <laughs> because it's that low energy and you you know it yourself. When your phone or your desktop is full, what happens? Well, it's gonna start being slower and slower, and you can't find things, and it just needs backing up and suddenly it starts re- re- rebooting himself. And so it's the same. So you want to create as much flow as you can in your space and keeping things clear and is a really, really the best thing that I could do. So here I'm gonna give you all guys a challenge. Who's up for a challenge? All right? come on, Mike, yes, Chris, hello, ladies, yes. We are all a for challenge. So I'm going to give you a quick challenge. Is nine minutes a long time? Nine minutes no. is nothing, right? Oh, Mike says yes, okay. <laughs> nine, minutes. nine minutes is nothing, right? Nine minutes is absolutely nothing. So for the next nine days... I want you to block nine minutes in your diary and you're doing nine minutes of decluttering. So it could be your drawer, It could be your Facebook friends. It could be your filing cabinet with your clients. Yes, if you have clients in that filing cabinet who've never been with you for the last 10 years, declutter them, get rid of them, leave some space for actually some new brand new clients, fresh new clients to come. One that you could be doing today because it's Valentine's, and I'm gonna have to give you a few thanks moves for Valentine's, right? Look under your bed. Okay, under the bed. Declutter everything under the bed. Do we have any clutter under the bed, ladies? I'm looking at some faces. No, no. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything. till so under the bed, if you've got really no, no, it's a no-no. Because you're slipping on rubbish. You don't want to be slipping on rubbish, right? You need to have nice, clear space. And because it's Valentine's, if you want to spice things up a little bit in your love life oh yes well you can add a little bit of uh, pimentos and put that under your spouse's bed side oh yes <laughs> and see a little bit of spice going on there <laughs> that's a little bit uh that's an extra little chewy moves that you could be doing a little bit of spice under the bed in your spouse's corner <laughs> it's always good things to do right <laughs>
0: Clear. I've, I've got a question here from Philippe. He um, asks, is Feng Shui about flow too?
1: About flow. Yes, about- Feng Shui it's all about flow. Yes, absolutely. So this is the flow that you know you're creating. Um, and that's why moving things is all is is good because you know if you want to change things, if you want the flow of energy to move, move 27 items in your space. Right. So you go around your home or your office and you move 27 and this starts moving the energy. This starts moving, creating some flow because you're moving things. If things are stuck, they're always stuck. You know, you can start, you know, things that start to have that. You know, you may have some mushroom growing or you may have, you know, lots of dust on that certain space. So Feng Shui is definitely all about flow and we want to create better flow. And that's why, you know, some of those exercise or shuri moves, as I call them, are always good to do because you're always creating that flow. Um, and this could be um, so in your home, but it could be in yourself as well. So I love talking about Feng Shui in the clothes that you're wearing. You know, how do you feel in the morning? And when I go on stage, I always wear my yellow dresses. You know, I'm always on yellow. This is me. This is yellow girl. You know, I'm shining. I'm I'm. I'm projecting that yellowness to everybody when i'm on stage so you know if you have a meeting or if you're pitching right there's a little trick if you're pitching to your clients wear some red knickers and red brow ladies right not you gentlemen you don't have to wear the brows, but red knickers for pitching fabulous imagine the power that you have you're wearing your power knickers and that's a really good way to do it no one sees it but red is that fire element. It gives you that energy and that's the flow in yourself. If you want to calm things, you may want to wear things more flowy or darker energy. So you may go for dark blues, you know, which are more trusty. So that's always a good way. So it's it's about the energy from the outside, the flow from the outside, which reflect inside of you as well. <laughs> wow,
0: oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Philippe would also like to add a comment on your evaluation on his background. He says he's got a big chair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we'll have to do a a little uh, consult, Philippe. You can show the the office around.
0: (laughs) um, Claire, I've got another question for you. With, with all that you said, how can you achieve a, hum, a harmonious uh, work-or-life balance during these challenging times? You know, just coming the lockdown and COVID, I would say this year would be officially back to normal.
1: Yeah, I think we were just saying that with Mike, actually. We were just saying, you know, things start feeling that we are back to normal. Um, I think there's been such a long period of time where people were in their home. That actually, and in the business, I'm seeing that very much in the corporate spaces, where actually people don't actually want to go back in the in a corporate space, and so they are having to think about what is that space? How does it add value to our employees to come back? So they need to really think about those spaces are you know um, a social element out of it as a a warm let's get together element, which has never been thought like that before right for corporates it's never been thought as that and now people have created their nest you know but you have got when you're working from home you have got to make a balance the right harmony or balance balance somewhere always a little bit because balance you're always either one way or the other you know you're always like that whereas if you're creating harmony you know that's okay if you're working until six seven o'clock in the evening but then the next morning you don't start before 10 that's okay that's harmony right but if you're catching up all the time it's, it's more difficult and um, so when you're working from home really you need to to really get that balance it's, you need to be very strict with yourself so you do need to feel like you're walking into an office even if it's a kitchen table You need to, you're creating that space and you're putting boundaries around you. So you're really having that balance between your work space and your evening and your uh, family time space. Even if you've got an office at home, you finish work, close the door, right? Close your computer, turn it off, close the windows, close the door. And then you're going into your other space. You know, changing clothes is sometimes a very good way to you're changing from one space to another and then you become becoming, you know, you're creating your home space, your family space. So having those really, um, it's very important to be able to have harmony is to, to be happy of, about what you do and how you do it, right? And to agree with, okay, I'm going to do this today and that's how I'm going to do it. So creating some really good habits for yourself it's like you're brushing your teeth right when you're brushing your teeth it's a habit you don't even have to think about it you're just brushing your teeth well doing things in a certain way you know creating habits to make you feel good is a fantastic way to do it every day you're making yourself feel good you know that's that's a great habit to to create so having that you know being able to balance or harmonize your life and your business it's about really creating those boundaries and creating routines and habits so you create your more performance you're more present with your family when you're there you don't you know you can make a real difference between with, between both
0: oh wow that's very interesting um claire just looking at lynette anderson's background out of interesting sake what would you say about that
1: Oh, Lynette's very busy uh, reading. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, what's interesting is um, when you actually um, one of the principal things is actually looking at a space that you have and where you're positioning within that space so your office. So Lynette, where's your door? Okay. On the, on the side so you're walking it through the side so when we're looking at um when we're looking at Feng Shui, there's something called the bagua and the bagua is the nine area of our lives um and when we're looking at the space and, and enhancing the space more in harmony then we're looking at where are the best space for the certain things so for example a career area uh you will have a uh, you can have your development, your books, your water element, because it's all about prosperity. Actually, Annette, so when you're looking at your doors, so your doors there, uh, top right and side, what have you got? So I guess it'll be behind you, the bookcase, do you, is the bookcase right? Yeah. Top right side is bookcase and then sli- a sliding door to a patio. Okay, and top left and side, what have you got there? Top left hand side is just a blank wall. Sorry, if you're standing at your door yes In front of your door and you're looking at the top left hand side there, it's a it's a it's a window overlooking my garden. Right, so the top left hand side in in the Bagua is your prosperity corner. So you know you want to add things that is going to make you feel prosperous, so you could do you could have you know maybe like a monetary tree or you could have a bowl where you're putting all your coins in it you could have um, a mirror and then you put a couple of dollar bills on top and then you put you know that's a good way to kind of double up your money anything that feels rich and that feels prosperous you can put it there whereas the top right and side so when you're when you're standing at the door and you're looking into your office top right and side is your love corner oh yes let's talk about love (laughs) (laughs) with valentine's happy days yes so there um, i mean if it's an office space obviously it's more about relationships so what are the relationships that you want within your business it could be your partner your business partners it could be your mentors it could be your clients who are the people that you want in your life to have a relationship in um so it's a really good way to 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 think about twos in that space so you always want two things together right because it's a relationship that you're having so you can add so for example if you got um, your bookshelf for example if the bookshelf goes right to the end of the, the the right corner you could have your books more in a pinky colors that way and then the other colors on the other side and then you could have i don't know it could be a love heart
0: yeah we could have a love heart here or you could have
1: two birds together or two stones together to really kind of improve that relationship that you've got in that in that space in that corner having your books in the different colors always also helps. it's a nice way because you're using that as your background as well in in that space um so i don't know how how, how have you got them at the moment um uh they're in themes so it will be oh, business spirituality it's all in themes okay okay uh, the, the, just on the physical because I'm, I'm just seeing it so i'm not there with you so on the physical when we're looking at the background it looks nice if you had them in, in the color themes it would look nicer in the eye so remember yeah. one really simple way to do it is to stand by your door of your office shut the door shut your eyes open the door and open your eyes and then use your five senses so what can you see what can you hear what can you smell what can you taste what can you touch how does it feel so all those things are a really good way to really kind of because your five senses are your direct connections with your emotional uh, drivers So as soon as you're using your five senses, you're connecting with that yin energy, you're connecting with the feminine energy, and you can start feeling if things aren't feeling too good, move them. And then, you know, that's when you start shifting some energy. But it's nice and it's good to do, like on a monthly basis, move things around, shift them, 27 things. And then you open the the windows and the door and let some she come in, you know, just, you know, open up and let that energy flow coming in through and do that on a daily basis. You know, your window's opening and let's say the energy coming in and flowing into it. That's a really good way to kind of make sure you've, you've got some good energy throughout the space.
0: That yeah. makes sense?
1: Thank okay. you. Thank
0: you very much. Yeah. Sorry, Lynette, for putting you on the spot there. I just no
1: problem. I need
0: pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see there's a heart there as well in the corner,
1: Lynette. You'll just have to move it on the right in the, in the left corner instead of uh, that corner there.
0: So, on on that clip, what would you do if you don't have a dedicated workspace?
1: Okay, so this is, you know, that's the important part of it when you are actually, when you have a, um, you were working in your home and you're on the side of the bed. And the important thing is to create um, create really routine and habits where you're actually uh, physically pretending to go to work. <laughs> so you have your bag with your computer and you're coming down from or you're coming out from your bedroom. You've got your handbag and you're actually literally going into your kitchen table. You're opening your laptop. You're making your coffee. You're coming back to that space. You're creating that space as it is your working space. Commanding position, always important. So always make sure that you've got your bag To the space. If you can't do that, and if you really, because of space, you've got your desk against the wall, a really very very sneaky little trick for your body is to put a mirror in front of you. Right. So if you have a mirror in front that you can't move your desk any other way, put a mirror, and then you'll you can see straight away what's happening behind you. You don't have to move. Your body will suddenly feel oh, that's okay. I can just look in the mirror and know that no one's going to come in. Subconsciously make sure that you're creating a really good environment where you feel um, that space. And the same in the evening. So have a box, have a bag, have something that you can put things. So you're closing them down. You're closing your computer. You're putting your pencils away. You're putting them into a space. So you're closing your day as if you were into uh into uh, an office as well so it's really important to create those routines so you have whether it's a kitchen table or whether it's an office that you're closing your day for it right you know you're closing your computer down and that kind of thing so it's really important to create those it's these are high performance habits right you know you're finishing the day you're stopping you can uh, Think about what, you know, what what have I done today? So you've got things like, you know, you can revisualize your whole day. What are the things that worked? What didn't quite work? I do that in the evening, you know, more when I go to bed. But it's a good time when you're finishing your day to, to think, okay, those are the things that happened today. This could have been improved. Maybe you could have done that better. That was really good. Celebrate the good things that you've done. And then... Start thinking about okay, so tomorrow. Where are we going tomorrow? What am I doing? What am I going to wear tomorrow to win that new clients? What am I? You know, what? What am I? What energy am I going to bring tomorrow? And you know, not every day is the same. Tomorrow I'm keynoting. I have got uh, I'm on the stage of 650 HR professionals, and just now I'm already pumping myself up for it. Right. Whereas you know, at the weekend I will just make sure that I'm closing it down and I'm just really kind of bringing more of that yin energy, that, you know, calm and I need to recharge my battery by the weekend. So, you know, depending on what you've got during the day, you can make sure that you're pumping yourself up with yang energy or you're calming yourself down. So that yin and yang balance is is coming as well.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's very informative, Claire. Uh, I've got a great question here from Philippe. He says, "We ask: um, Is there a sanctuary way to approach the day, like a rhythm of a, or approach to our energy?"
1: Yeah. So, Philippe, it's, it's a great question. So, our inner Feng sanctuary is, you know, is, is what you bring to to the day. So, I think to to have high performances, you need to create some really good routine. Um, and that's, you know, and you need to look after your body physically, emotionally, mentally. And those, those are little routines that you're creating. So I'm going to give you some of the things that, you know, some of my bestiary uh, routine for high performance habits. Um, and so the beginning of the day, again, you know, it's always about that yin and yang energy. So, right, I'm kind of getting up about of that quarter to six. And I do a quick little meditation and a quick visualization of what the day is going to happen and how I'm going to show up for the world on that day. And then I work up and then I get to my yang energy. I'm going for a walk. I'm going to, you know, kind of get some of the energy out there for a good 45 minutes. I come back. You need to drink a lot of water, obviously, in between. Um, and then it's, it's all about getting ready, power colors. What am I going to wear today to really kind of make sure that you're you're building up to that um day everything needs to do with how am I going to show up who are the people that I'm going to make a difference with what am I going to share how am I sharing that energy with other people because it's it's you know when you're with people you're you're you you are you do not know it but your your energy your karma is is radiating with other people so if you're the more you're radiating, the more people are going to like you. You're like a, a magnet and so people will want to come to you. So radiate, you know, some positivity. And that's all in the mindset. Remember, the state of being, how you think, will affect how you feel, will affect how you behave. So always kind of connecting with each other. And then throughout the day, take some poses. I mean, I'm sure you all do that anyway. But, you know, uh, working three, four hours constantly it's not going to be any, uh, any good to you. Take that 10 minutes break, get up, move, get your body moving, get your move, body stretched and, and you know, do those kind of things. Close your day as if you were closing your the, you know, uh, You close your day, you're finishing, you're closing your computer, you're tidying up your desk, you're making sure that everything's nice and uh, ready for the next day. What do I need to do for tomorrow? Always a little bit of Feedback on what did I think about what's happened during the day, how things could have been, maybe better some things. And some things will be, okay, this is really good. Always celebrate the great success. Um, I journal in the evening. So I will write fabulous, amazing things. Always a minimum of three things that happened today. um, And I made my day. This is such a simple thing to journal, you know, a book of brilliance, you know, a book of happiness, call it whatever you want. But, you know, when you go back in, you don't go to bed, really kind of be grateful because, again, gratefulness releases serotonin. It releases happy hormones. And when you feel good like that, you're feeling you're falling asleep with releasing serotonin. And that's the best way to really, you know, have a really good night's sleep. And sleep night is always a great way as well. Sleep is a great way to Get answers because your subconscious will tell you things that you know uh, you've done right or you haven't done right. So if you have any questions and things like you know, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting an answer to that question. Um, you can drink, uh, get a glass of water, drink half the glass of water before you go to bed, and ask yourself, what is the question that you want an answer from, and then you go to sleep. And then it normally would come through the night. You will have a vision, a dream, a ha moment. You'll get up in the morning, you finish the glass of water. And that's, if it's not happened during the night, it's going to happen any minute. It's, it's kind of, well, you need to leave a space for your brain. You need to be in that yin energy for your brain to receive any of those answers. So that's why i'm saying really always make sure that you've got some yin energy and yang energy always you know to really create great habits it's having those times where you're really performing and having those times where you can be creative when you can dream when you can have those haha moments that's that's the best way to do it so creating some really good routine for your day is the best way to have a best inner sanctuary
0: oh, awesome thank you Claire. So if I had to come to you, Cleen, I would have to say, you know, I'm completely new to Feng Shui. Where do I start?
1: Well, I think the, the, the starting with the five senses that I've, I've talked about before um, is a really good way to connect with your subconscious level and actually connect with your emotional drivers and how do you feel in that space. Um, and if it doesn't feel right, change it. Uh, that's probably a, a really good way to do it. And um, again, um, reading books is great. I mean, you'll pick up some of the books and uh, when I started, I picked up some of the books and I was like, "What? This really doesn't call at me." And then I read another one, and that was just it. I just clicked. It just it just totally made sense and I'm thinking, "Why have I not thought about that before?" And so it really depends on who you're reading and you know how you're connecting with it. But you know, there's a couple of more. So the different schools in Feng Shui, which the interpretation of the Feng Shui principles are different depending of, you know, who was the master, who read that specific principles and decided that it was going to be that way or that way. So I'm more, I'm using more of a Western technique, B2B it's called, which is, Really, it's about aligning your energy with your space. It's about using the front door, because the door, the front door is the mouth of the Shi. It's where the energy flows to really mark the space and be able to move things around so it, it starts moving. So, you know, there's loads and loads of bench um, Shui practitioners um, if you want to join, we've got a. I'm actually speaking at the Sanctuary uh, Guild um, annual uh, conference. Uh, it's a virtual conference, so if you want to learn more, there's going to be some amazing speaker, and I feel very honored to, to have been selected. I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared actually. <laughs> you know, when you're speaking to, to actually with other people which are in the same field, it's always a little bit daunting, right? <laughs> but um, Uh, that's the thing about what I've done and i created that B-Stream method because I created my own method so I've used the principles the engine principles and I made it adapted it to the business environment so employees people anybody can really look at it and start moving things shifting things bringing some better flow energy into their space in a very simple way and you can buy my book as well if you want my book (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll share the links now in the chat box. Um, just, just to end off the session, I want to ask: Can you give us any feng shui no-nos?
1: Um, okay, so the clutter, clutter is a no-no, definitely. So clutter. Look at your your space. You can't. You can't do. You're not going to put any beautiful fresh flowers into a dirty vase, right? you're not right so if you're going to do if you're going to start doing some good thing and move your energy it's really about the cluttering it's probably the, the first base out of it um making sure that you know um you know you've all heard that close the toilet seat. you know that's a good one because otherwise the money will flow into the <laughs> into the toilet seat so that's you know always uh keep keep your Uh, Open up your windows and make sure that every day you're letting some energy coming in through. So having things stuck, it's a real no-no. It comes back to that low energy. You know, you walk into an office and it smells. That's not good, thing, Cherie. Definitely, that's something not quite right there. So that's a a no-no. And there's different things that, you know, you can... um, uh, um just yeah when you're having it's it's about you're feeling things okay so if if it doesn't feel right for you it's a no-no if anything should be sick put this there if it doesn't feel right it's a no-no just don't do it <laughs> so use your five senses your your sixth senses even, because that's the sixth sense which will tell you whether
0: it feels right or not does that yeah. make sense
1: yeah, yeah, I hope it okay. all makes
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Is there any questions from anyone who would like to ask Claire? Or, or Claire, would you like to add in anything before we end up the session?
1: Um, no, I think, you know, uh, yeah, look at your space and look at how it affects you um, and just move things, shape things, you know, Uh, raffle things, touch things. Uh, That's really a very simple thing. 27 items, move them on a regular basis and then see how it feels. You know, your your home is a vision board, right? Your home, every time you walk past something, it either brings you some energy because you feel good watching this particular item or, or it doesn't. And because you're Right. Grandmother gave you this item and it's you've been passed on for so many years. And she got it. And every time you look at it, you're like, Ooh, that's not good energy. So <laughs> it's, it's using your home or your office as your visual, um, your vision board. So make sure that everywhere you are, you've got something that makes you feel good.
0: Awesome. Oh, thank you, Claire. I've got a, a comment here from Mike. Mike also says, thank you, Claire. Feng Shui is underrated, but should be integrated into our businesses. It's brilliant.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, I need to start (laughs) my Feng Shui practice.
0: (laughs) And Stephanie also says, thank you, Cleve. I need to restart my Feng Shui practices.
1: (laughs) I like the re. That's a very good start, start. Yeah, you know, just, and then it becomes a lifestyle. You know, you don't even doing Feng Shui. You're just leaving it. You're living in the flow, which is, that's what's amazing about it right
0: yeah awesome so thank you claire thank you for being a guest on the webinar today it was very informative (laughs) very interesting i think everyone's going to check out your your links
1: (laughs) thank you thank you and yeah connect uh, i'm very happy to to share we have got some videos on youtube as well i've done some interviews with different uh thank you speakers so you know thanks philippe
0: Awesome. Thanks, guys. And thank thank you you for for joining us. Have a great time, wherever you are. Bye, everyone.